you live wherever you are at home. And it's my honor and my privilege to um, speak to you this, this evening. And, and I believe as, as we come together in this fashion, uh, you know, you, it's powerful. And that I would just say that this evening it's powerful. And um, it's, a, it's a great place to resonate and to collaborate and to partner and to look for opportunity where we can manifest, you know, um, the greatness of God in us. So this evening, not taking much time, I'm going to go into the word. Um, I'm... Today, I title my topic in line with um, what's been spoken on this platform. The, the topic this evening is the joyful, positive attitude. Joyful, positive attitude. And I believe this is so very important. Uh, joyful, positive attitude uh, as we journey in in life, as we walk uh, in our life, as we orchestrate our life, no matter who we are, who you are, no matter what status anybody would put you into or you put yourself into, uh, the joyful positive attitude is for you and me to hold on to and to manifest. And uh, where have I taken this uh, topic from? Um, Proverbs chapter 17, verse 22 says, A joyful heart is a good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Now, we can take away a lot from this verse. Uh, both scientifically, both, uh, you know, emotionally, physically, and whatever. But today, I want to just dwell upon the joyful, positive attitude um, that this verse talks about that addresses us in its future. When the author wrote this wrote this, penned this verse, this proverb, he wrote it to an audience, right? And today, this verse is for us. It's not to us, but it's for us. It was not written to us because we never lived in that audience. It is written for us in another realm and another time uh, where we could take and get things out of it simply. So today, the joyful, positive attitude is what I like to address. Now, a positive attitude, according to me, is the key to movement in life. In other words, it's got momentum. Now, you might remember every time I come and speak a topic, I always bring up this point on momentum. Why? Because I truly believe from the bottom of my heart, 
anything that we do has to have momentum, has to have movement. It becomes the key fundamental of our life. Now, when we don't see and don't feel movement and momentum in the way you define it in your life, the way, the way you look forward to momentum and movement in your life is very important. Zechariah 4.6 says, it's not by might, it's not by power, but by my spirit. Did the prophet talk about his spirit, the spirit of God? He declares, he professes that it is by the spirit of God. What? What do we orchestrate? If you read up the, the book, you'll find that he comes to an understanding for us today, for, to him, to that day, that the spirit brings momentum. The spirit is the charge that brings momentum in our life and through our life. The spirit is all about life. And we are connected to that spirit. So it is about life. That is why it's not by might, not by power, but by my spirit. What do I gain? What do I learn from that verse? I learned that a positive attitude brings momentum because the spirit is life and the spirit enables momentum and spirit enables movement. A joyful heart is the cause and effect of a positive attitude. That's why it's called the message, I titled the message, the joyful positive attitude. So I'm saying this again, a joyful heart is the cause and effect of a positive attitude. Nehemiah 8 verses 10 reads like this, the joy of the Lord is my strength. So somewhere, the prophet, the writer, the person who has penned these verses to the audience, were in that space of experiencing and knowing the truth. And they come to this place where they talk about the joy of the Lord is my strength. So the joy of the Lord, knowing that, experiencing that, living that, is a joyful heart. And the cause and effect of a joyful heart brings about a positive attitude. The, this joyful heart puts God into the equation. Proverbs 3 verses 5 reads like this. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. We so very well um, know this verse. We parrot this verse so beautifully. 
because we have learned it from small. And this verse simply tells me that, that a joyful heart puts God into the equation of anything and everything that we do. So for me, trusting Jesus is the key. Now, if I bring both that together, trusting Jesus is the key and the, heart, the joyful heart is a cause and effect of a positive attitude. So we can come to, a, come to this conclusion that, that trusting God in your life is bringing God into the equation. I just want to go one step deeper in this verse, because this verse has also done a different perspective that causes no momentum. And I speak this from experience. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. Now this trust in the Lord is a place of collaboration and partnering. It is not a place where you don't do anything with the power of God in me to bring out momentum which has got a positive impact. I want you to hear this very clearly because somewhere Christendom has got this idea especially when going through challenging situations that trusting in the Lord with all your heart or resting in the Lord with all your heart means that I don't do anything. And it simply doesn't mean that because God and I is about collaboration and partnering. So, if I would, if I had broken this thought of or this bubble, please understand from where I'm coming from. Now, if you are feel you, you are free to believe what you want to believe, a believe in a different perspective, and I'm open to that. I'm 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 not saying that you've got to believe what I believe in. But what I'm trying to say and engage today, when the Bible says, trust in the Lord with all your art and lean not on your own understanding, it doesn't mean you're a dormant partner. It doesn't mean that you don't do anything. It simply means you become more active in what you are doing on the face of the earth in this realm. It simply means that you are collaborating with the whole earth, its people, its things. You are partnering 
with all that is around you, with God in you, and you are manifesting life. So I hope you understand from where I am embarking on this evening. So, so far we talked about the positive, a joyful positive attitude is the key for momentum. It is a cause and effect of positive attitude. The joyful heart is a cause and effect of positive attitude. The joyful heart puts, God's, puts God into the equation. And I went on a slight tangent explaining that this joy, this life that we have is not a dormant life when we read the words, trust in the Lord or rest in the Lord. Sometimes, yes, we do need rest, but our mind and our whole body is working and collaborating with the mind of God and the heart of God to move, to move and to achieve something. A joyful heart is full of gratitude. A joyful heart is full of gratitude. Psalm 9 verses 1 says, I will give thanks to the Lord with all my heart. I will tell of your wonderful deeds. What does this simply mean? It simply means a joyful heart is full of gratitude. Your lifestyle of gratitude should 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 be the norm and when you think about psalm 9 verses 1 something more powerful comes out about it because it's not just the joyful heart is is uh, is full of gratitude and it's a lifestyle it's supposed to be the norm there is something very clear from it. There is a conscious intent to have a joyful, positive attitude, a grateful heart. That is why you see the psalmist with all my heart, and I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. He is conscious of the intent of what he is trying to do or he wants to do, a joy, to have a joyful, positive attitude. And this conscious intent is now is lifestyle of gratitude and this leads him to this place where he is he's aware that this is a frequency and a high frequency that impacts the joyful positive attitude is also the real you the real you living in the moment, in the moment. 
Ephesians chapter 2, verses 10 reads this. We are is workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in him. So the real you is living in the moment of this joyful, positive attitude. So it's powerful. It's practical. You know, when, when, when we think about this joyful, positive attitude, we could go from one extreme to the other extreme. We can go from a, from a place of being sober to a place of being extreme bliss. And I don't mind both extremes. I don't mind being in the center. All that I'm saying today is we have to know that this is very important as we journey on this higher life that we've been talking about. And this is how you practicalize it with a joyful, positive attitude. You live it out. You live out that higher life on the face of the earth. So, so far I talked about what is this joyful, positive attitude. I'm going to take you through six points quickly. I'm not going to talk because this is very, it's a tool that I'm laying before you to take on so that you could walk and manifest in this joyful, positive attitude. And it's a process that we have. Now, you could, you could build on your own based on the word that I've just said, based on the verses that I've said, because you are all powerful people. But I'm laying down something which is foundational, which can be used to walk and enjoy life with this joyful, positive attitude. Point number one is visualization. Visualization. If you remember, I quoted, not by Mike, not by Pop, but by my spirit, when Zechariah wrote that, he was visualizing something that, that the spirit in, in, in him asked him to pen it. When the author in Nehemiah said, 8 verses 10 says, the joy of the Lord is my strength, both the cause and the impact of the joy of the Lord was visualized by the person who wrote it or experienced it. Psalm 9 verses 1, the author had intent and visualized that I will give thanks to the Lord because he, he experienced the bliss of the wonderful deeds that he has experienced in his life. And when Ephesians, when Paul wrote, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, Paul he created by God himself for good works. What are those good works? He was able to visualize 
And so today, if I would take a joyful, positive attitude, I got to visualize this. I got to visualize this. I got to take it and apply it in my heart and in my mind. That takes me to the second point. And second point is very equally important. You know, there is no hierarchy in this five points. It is, it is a cluster of collaborative power and frequency that needs to be adapted as you want. And this point of circle of influence matters very, very much. Who is your circle of influence that enables you to, to manifest this joyful, positive attitude? Now, if you are with the circle of influence that is adverse to what you believe in, then you could rub off that. Now, I'm not trying to be exclusive here. I'm trying to be inclusive. But nevertheless, trying to impart collaborate and find an opportunity in the circle of influence. So from that perspective, I'm coming. I'm not trying to say, oh, oh because you are of this joyful, positive attitude, you only have to go to those type of people. Like Christians have become like that. I will not engage with certain people because their belief systems are different. I'm not, I'm not talking those things. I'm talking about an inclusive nature of God, John 3.16. How do I take that inclusive nature of God and apply it in my circle of influence? So what do I do with what I experience and the frequencies that I come in touch with? Point number three, tell your mind to stop complaining. Take all of your thoughts. Take all of your thoughts. Speak to your mind. Take hold of your thoughts to stop complaining. Now, to tell your mind to stop complaining leads you to something that you need to do. And that is pen down things that you are grateful for. This helps you and me in two things. It helps you and me with visualization. It helps the visualization process to be more powerful. And at the same time, it helps us to take control 
of our thoughts. It tells us to stop complaining. So it's a kind of a thing that goes together. To tell your mind to stop complaining, you got to take hold of your thoughts. To take hold of your thoughts, one simple step is to pen down the things that you are grateful for. Celebrate it. Enjoy it. When you, when you look at something, enjoy it. Celebrate it. Don't always look for the, like we say, look for the good. Don't always look for the bad in the person. Put others into the equation. Very important. This brings joy because we are all connected. We are all connected. So put others in the equation. Example, look for someone to lend an helping hand. When you find somebody to lend an helping hand, the engagement makes you happy. Because you're doing something that makes you happy. And that brings out that re and you resonate with joy. Now, the church loves, or religion, I would say, I wouldn't want to use the word church, but religion loves to engage in the superficial. It looks for things that comes free. But today, we are not talking about things that are coming free. We're talking about partnering with God and collaborating with God in making this place a beautiful place. I think on this platform, we have gone away from, from this perspective that uh, this is a place where it's going to be temporary and we're moving away. We have come with this perspective that we are in this place with intent, conscious intent to manifest life in all its brilliance, in all its bliss, in, its all, in all its wonder and everything. And so put others in the equation. And that brings me to the final step. But this final step is just for today. This step you could build further on. And that's the power of the human being. Involve in something you love to do. It has a powerful frequency of power, positive vibration and energy that has a domino effect. Involve in something you love to do. It could be anything that brings you joy, that, that keeps you in that place of joyful, positive attitude. Now, when we look at ourselves, we do have imperfections. But when we look at those imperfections, we find 
an opportunity and an inspiration and a gift that we could convert into. And one of these things that I'm talking today is this joyful, positive attitude. So to sum up this evening, visualization, visualize your circle of influence. It's an inclusive circle of influence. Tell your mind to stop complaining. Take hold of your thoughts. Another time, I will probably tell you how to take hold of your thoughts. We'll do something that will enable us to take hold of our thoughts. Pen down things that you are grateful for. It enables you to stop complaining and it, and it makes visualization more powerful. Put others in the equation. Look for somebody who you can help and give an helping hand to. Involve in something you love to do. Don't take the passion away. Run with that passion. So what is this joy, full positive attitude we talked about? Then we went on to talk about how you go about manifesting in that place. So this evening, if you're watching us on Zoom or you're listening to us on Zoom or on Facebook, I believe you take this and apply it in your life and you will see the glory and the grace of God manifest. And remember, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. You're not a robot. You are an active, collaborative partner with God. Doing things through you. So have a blessed week, wonderful weekend, and a great evening. Thank you very much.